So hello again, Dan Alasso, Making History. I am removing the books from my office on campus gradually, one box a day, um, until the place is cleaned out and I've moved all my stuff back to my more permanent office at home. So that's one of the things that is going on in my life right now. It is day three of my retrenchment adventure. And one thing that I will say is that it's very nice to have a network. It's very nice to have people show support at a time like this. In the last couple of days since I was retrenched, I have received a lot of messages from people in many of the communities that I'm a part of. I even heard from my dissertation chair, David Glassberg, at UMass. He's now an emeritus professor at UMass. He's retired. Um, but I didn't even know that he followed my blog. So thank you, David. Thank you, everybody, for the good wishes and for your thoughts. I also had a talk today with a friend who leads the OER learning circles for the system. I mentioned to her that I have just come to this discovery, and I talked about it yesterday about the connection between job security and authoring open textbooks. And she shared some of her own experiences. She also suggested that I talk with people at the system office who value this shift toward affordable course materials. And, uh, and I know some of them because I have been part of that network for a while now, for a few years, uh, in addition to writing OERs, Open Educational Resources. I've been on the system-wide Academic and Student Affairs Technology Council, and last year I was even the chair of it. I've been on textbook affordability committees. I have talked with people in the chancellor's office. I've even talked with state legislators. It's interesting working within a state system. And Minnesota State, or MinState, is the second largest system in the U.S., second only to SUNY, the State University of New York. Seven universities and um, used to be 31 community and technical colleges. I think a couple of them have merged in northern Minnesota, so now there are probably 26 named institutions. Um, the question that this kind of always raises in my mind when I think of this is, what should be the role of the system relative to the roles of the campuses? And there are many potential answers to that. One possible answer to that question is that the universities should be complete. They should offer complete four-year programs, soup to nuts, across the entire broad range of all of the academic subjects typically covered by a university. Another possibility is that they might focus on a particular core competency. If they happen to have a faculty that's particularly strong in an area, or if they have a tradition of superiority in a particular subject. Some people might call that centers of excellence. Or maybe they have a location or a physical footprint that lends itself to a particular type of focus, like agriculture or urban planning or sustainability. My university, Bemidji State, has invested a lot of its mind share and has derived a lot of its self-esteem from what they call a sense of place. 
we're the only university in the Minnesota state system that is located on a scenic lakeshore that I'm looking out my office window at in the Northwoods. Although the Environmental Studies Department and the Sustainability Office have believed that this suggests a focus on ecology and have tried to create programs matching that vision, I don't think there's been unanimity. I don't think the campus has entirely committed to this vision. My office that I'm looking out the window at the lake from and that I'm removing my books from is in a building that is typically thought of as the music and performing arts building that has several really nice recital halls in it, which I can remember my kids performing in when they took violin and piano and cello lessons with a local teacher when they were little kids. The Bemidji community, I also recall, was really upset when the theater program was gutted about a decade ago and will probably be similarly affected by the cutbacks in music, which I assume are coming along with this retrenchment. There are still scars about the destruction of the theater program, and people in town still talk about that to this day. But having said that, how many students is music currently serving? How are decisions about the importance of the music program to BSU's overall enrollment, to our standing in the community, and what we give back? How are these things being decided? It's all a mystery because the decision-making process has been completely opaque. Now, the Minnesota state system coexists in Minnesota and to some extent competes for funding with the University of Minnesota. The U, as they call it, is an R1 public university, was established in 1851, and then it was expanded under the Morrill Act of 1862. It has campuses all over the state, and it serves about 50,000 students, undergraduate and graduate. Min State, which is thought of as the second system of Minnesota, actually serves over 300,000 people. And even at the university level, we are focused on extending the benefits of higher ed to a wider population, I think. The state legislature recently passed a law that would grant free tuition to students from families earning less than $80,000 annually. Ironically, my kids might qualify for that if I fail to find employment. And equally ironically, this is exactly the population that BSU tends to attract. And we are sort of ideally geographically situated in northern Minnesota to attract these low-income students from the entire northern third of the state. Too bad we're cutting so many faculty and programs just before these students begin looking for places to enroll. But back to my original point. I do have a network in the system, both in St. Paul at the home office and also in quite a few of the colleges and universities throughout the state. The system isn't going to disappear, and I do believe in its mission. So maybe, ultimately, this crisis at BSU can become an opportunity for me in the wider system. Lemons to lemonade. I have 278 more days to figure that out, and I will keep you abreast of my progress. 
But that's all for now. So please do consider subscribing if you want to support my process here during this change and this adventure. And thanks very much for watching. I will see you again soon. Thank <laughs> you.